Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron. It is Friday, and we are gearing up for the second episode of Clayton's season of The Bachelor. On Monday, I spoke with Clayton after the premiere um, on Tuesday, and after I recorded Tuesday's recap with Game of Roses, which I hope you guys all enjoyed. And I asked Clayton some of our burning questions about Sally, Claire, um, the women who you know caught his attention, Teddy, Rachel, Susie, Gabby, and her past with Dean and Blake. And we did a rapid fire about night one in the limo entrances, which more is favorite, and a little bit of tease of what's to come. So I'm going to play that interview for you guys. But before I do, I did want to touch on two unaired moments from the premiere that have since come out. One of them, because ABC released it, and one of them, I think there's something shady going on. So I want to just give you a quick little rundown. Michelle Young, Clayton's Bachelorette, actually was on the premiere. They cut the scene. Totally unclear why. It's like three, four minutes. It's on the Bachelor Nation Instagram page if you want to watch it in full. It's super cute. Michelle surprises Clayton. She's showing off her engagement ring. So unclear when it totally filmed, but after her season wrapped, obviously, saying, you know, this season works and I know you're nervous. This this process works. Our season works. I'm engaged. Doesn't say Nate's name. So it's clearly maybe when things are still under wrap. But she tells him, you're ready for this. You have a wonderful family. I'm supporting you. I'm cheering for you. Everyone wants you to find your person. And then, of course, she brought in two of her students, Kelsey and Luke, the ones that wrote in the letters. And they were like, we knew you were going to be the bachelor, you know, giving him ridiculous advice. Like, if they don't like dogs, send them home. And, you know, telling him what to do when Clayton asked what to do if he falls in love with multiple women. They were like, well, you can't marry two. And then the little boy was like, he could marry two people. You marry one for one year and then marry another for the other. Like, it was just a bunch of these kids like joking around with Clayton. The way that they tried to present it on, you know, his last episode of Michelle's season of, oh, these kids love Clayton. You guys should love Clayton. He should find love. They did a little bit of that in the premiere and then they cut it out. So I thought that was interesting. They have released the episode. I think we've had that happen before where we've had a Bachelor alum visit and they either cut out the scene entirely or they cut it down. Wells is always joking about how he gets cut out of the show all the time. So it was just an interesting note. The other thing that was cut out was Samantha. Okay, so the girl who showed up in the bubble bath with the bikini on. When I was doing the recap, I mentioned, I'm like, I'm pretty sure she got sent home. And then I was like, but I don't remember seeing her like say no or not get the rose in a bikini or leave in a bikini or cry. Like we never really saw her again. Did she keep the bikini on all night? Did she change? Like Samantha kind of disappeared. And now we know why. Samantha self-eliminated. 
And I think the reason ABC cut this out is because it would make three different people rejecting Clayton in his premiere. You got Sally, obviously. You got Claire. And then you got Samantha. Now, then it's the other point of like, what's the difference between two and three? And why not air it real? Maybe they just ran out of time. I don't know. But it gets a little sketchy because Samantha released um, a statement like she's, you know, needs a publicist. She put on Instagram a picture from the premiere. And wrote, well, 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 look what the handlers rolled in. Because they rolled her in on the um, in the bubble bath. Tell me you're on The Bachelor for the right reasons without telling me you're on The Bachelor for the right reasons. Dot, 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 disappears after entrance. Clayton and I privately talked night one. He was attentive, charming, and kind. However, a romantic connection is important in a relationship. And I've made it a point in my life to not force anything I'm not feeling. As much as I wanted to stay, it would not have been fair to try to take his heart as well as an opportunity away from a woman who was all in. Although my time did not last long, I know the friendships will last a lifetime. Good luck, Clayton. I'm rooting for you. So whatever. The most interesting part about this is she posted this and it got a little bit of attention. It was picked up um, on uh, Instagram, Chicks in the Office, a few outlets, and now it's gone from her page. So that implies ABC made her take it down and she breached her contract by revealing that and it's not a huge deal i mean she's a night one girl but it just kind of goes along with everything i talked about on on tuesday's episode with game of roses of what the producers do try to keep in and what they really want to keep out and why did we need to see sally reject clayton if we didn't need to see samantha reject clayton was it just not a good enough story did they think three was pushing it for not being girls interested in him and why did they not want samantha to to reveal this um all just something to keep in mind as you watch the show. I think the behind the scenes stuff is fascinating. Um, but Clayton does have 22 girls ready to film with him on, on Monday's episode. The synopsis is Clayton moves forward with his journey to find love with 22 incredible women who remain after moving into the bachelor mansion for the first time since the pandemic began, these eligible singles are ready to kick off a week of dates on the season's first group date. Celebrity guest, Hillary Duff. That's right. You guys, Lizzie McGuire, herself is going to be on the bachelor hillary duff enlists the help of the ladies to throw a dream beverly hills birthday party but when one woman is more interested in spending time with clayton than the kids the others have strong feelings to share later one lucky lady flies high and clayton with clayton on the first one-on-one date featuring a surprise musical performance by amanda jordan and z-way stops by for the second group date to help Clayton spot potential red flags among his bachelorettes. So we got three guest stars in the first episode. They are pulling out all the stops as they often do with the bachelor versus the bachelorette. After the dates have all ended, a major storm brews heading into the cocktail party when a shocking secret about a woman who already has a rose is revealed. Ooh, I hope we get the take back the rose moment. Um, I might be Shanae. He teases Shanae has some drama. Will Clayton be forced to do something that no bachelor has ever done before? Find out on Monday, January 10th. So yeah, that's what we can expect from next week. Those were the two things cut out of the premiere that we know so far. And here is my interview with Clayton breaking it down from his perspective as our bachelor. We have to start with Sally. Um, can you tell me why you decided to offer her a rose? And do you think she made the right decision by by not joining your journey? Well, I, I would I'll address that first off at the end of that question. I, I don't I think she followed her heart and did what she thought was best. So for that, I would say um, if that was her decision, then I don't I wouldn't I don't know. I mean, that's a question for her to be like, do, do you regret that decision? I don't know. But I think in that moment, she felt that was the right way to go about it was to say, hey, listen, I'm not fully invested or mentally. I'm not here 100 percent. So I have to walk away. Uh, I respected her decision. Why did I offer her a rose after like she spills the beans and says I was supposed to get married today? I was previously engaged. I didn't see that as a red flag. And, and the reason behind that is because, again, like people saw a two minute conversation or whatever 
on on TV, but we talked for over an hour. And I, I you got to remember or, or keep this in mind. She came to me instead of just going home. She showed up uh, to my you know, hotel room. And it's like, why would she do that? Well, because I think in my eyes, I saw and as we started talking, I'm like, she's not fully um, you know, decided as far as whether or not she's leaving. And then that's what she, she expressed to me. She's like, you know what? I came here thinking I was over it. I'm not sure now, but meeting you makes me feel like maybe I am like, I can look past that. And so I really liked what I saw of her. She's, she was very genuine, um, uh, cute. You know, I, I get for first impression, I liked what I saw. And so I thought, Hey, like if I give her a rose, basically then she can go into night one in a relaxed mindset, not as fearful, not as nervous. And maybe over after a few days, she'll be able to kind of move beyond that state of mind that she was in. Is there any truth or tease to the speculation that maybe we saw that because we'll see Sally again, or is that the last we've seen of Sally? You know, that's uh, that's the big question I've heard multiple times today. And, and as far as whether or not she comes back, Yes, what I'm going to say. Everyone's going to have to wait to tune in. <laughs> Perfect. Um, let's talk about Claire. What was it like watching that back and maybe seeing that she kind of downplayed some of the things she said said about you? Yeah, well, that's, again, like last night for me, uh, it, seeing that playback put it really into perspective how I'm like, okay, again, all throughout my journey, I had women come and talk to me about here's what's happening. Here's conflict. Um, and I had to take their word for it, but then there was another side of the story, right? So the other side of the story, you know, another woman would come in and say, well, this is what happened. Now I get to see what happened. And last night showed me that, yeah, she's like, Serene tells me, Hey, she said she hated you. I'm like, Oh, and I go sit down with Claire and she's like, I don't hate you. I, and I, didn't, I was like, okay. And now I saw last night. I was like, no, you used the word you did. Um, so do I think she actually hates me? I mean, I hope not, you know, to meet me after 10 minutes, hate somebody is pretty crazy. I mean, that's, that's, that's a huge major word that holds a lot of weight. Uh, but I think she was definitely disappointed that night. I think that she didn't feel the connection. So that's why, uh, you know, it was best for her to leave. And, and for that, it was just the right decision to make. Teddy first impression rose on a positive note. What stood out to you with Teddy? Why'd she get your first impression rose? Well, for once, right when she steps out, incredibly beautiful. Uh, I loved her, you know, her, her curls. I, uh, she just, the way she carried herself, she was so sweet. Uh, I think again, like I felt very much relaxed around her. I was so nervous night one. Uh, that's why I was spilling drinks. That's why I was basically, I just laugh when I get nervous um, because I'm like, it's the easiest way to kind of just feel that I'm more, I guess I'm trying to convince myself you're, 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 you're more relaxed than what you think you are. But, um, when I spoke with her later that night, it felt like it was a conversation I was having with someone that I had known for, you know, I was dating for a few months. It didn't feel like a first night, uh, kind of conversation. So, uh, I really liked her a lot and I, everything that I saw and it made it really very easy to give her the first impression of those. Susie stood out to a lot of fans and to me, um, pretty popular online. What, what about Susie has stood out to you or can you tease to me about your connection with her? Yeah. You know, Susie was very fun coming out the limo. She, uh, again, I, I like somebody that uh, has a sense of humor and she comes out and kind of, you know, a little corny with the buzzer on her hand. But, uh, I like when I see someone that's able to do that and then be confident about it because you gotta think like coming out that limo cameras are all around you and you can still maintain that poise and that confidence that says a lot about somebody. So, uh, for me, I was very impressed by her and, uh, she's, She's she's very bubbly and and so I I liked it and I felt that again I think people see that as well and and yeah she she's she's a fun person that that we had you know around. 
Rachel got some love also from you. We had a lot of kissing Clayton and you know, not no shade. That's a good thing. Um, what about Rachel? Did you, um, were you drawn to? Oh man. Uh, for one, I mean, absolutely incredible. Like I love the fact that she's, she's so driven. I mean, to be a, a pilot in training, that's, it was so unique. And I could tell as we talked that first night, she's so passionate um, about her, her occupation. And um, she was someone who, again, like was very intentional and, and, and very much just like, I could tell right away that she um, was another calming presence. Somebody that when I spoke with her, uh, it, the conversation wasn't forced. It was very natural. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I, that was one of those conversations I won where I walked out of there um, along with other conversations I had. And I was like, I'm already feeling good about these, these, these people, you know, girls early on, like, where could we be, you know, at the end of all of it? I mean, this is, this is great to see night one. Gabby was a personal favorite of mine. Um, I don't know if you saw, maybe she has a past with Blake and Dean knows them. Does that come up at all? And can you tell me a little bit about Gabby? I, I didn't know all that until after the fact, but um, it doesn't make a difference to me. I mean, whether or not people know people, right. This is where you get the whole, like, Oh, it's a small world. So for her to know those guys, it doesn't mean it mean anything to me. Um, but again, comes out the limo and she's got the pillow and she makes that joke. And I'm like, are they going to be able to air this? Like, is that, <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to it. That's why I just laughed nervously. Cause I was like, I don't know what to say to this. My mom watches this. My grandma watches this. Uh, but sense of humor is like right up there with like one of the top things I look for. And for that to be the first thing that she did, she did it, but she, she did it with confidence, very bold. And, uh, and I think as people saw in her intro package, like she's goofy and she's someone to keep an eye. Yeah. Keep an eye on. Cause she's, she's a lot of fun. We're going to do a night one rapid fire and get through as many as we can. Okay. Favorite limo entrance. Uh, it's, well, it's going to be between either Gabby or Marlena. Least favorite limo entrance. I, I won't go there because I think everybody went and gave it their best. And I don't think there was anyone that I looked at when I was like, that sucked. No, I was just happy all of them gave it their all. Okay. What about most shocking? Uh, shocking, shocking. Uh, probably Jill, right? She comes up with the ashes of her uh, her ex-boyfriends. <laughs> that you saw it in my face. I was like, yeah, I'm not trying to be in that jar. Do we know, by the way, speaking of limo entrance, if Rachel, that wasn't her mom, right? That was just a 63-year-old lovely woman. It was her wing woman, yes. Um, okay. not, yeah, and uh, I, I don't know who exactly um, she was. I just knew it was a wing woman. So I... Uh, I thought that was, that was actually a lot of fun and, and she played into that really well. And, uh, that was, yeah, that was another one that stood out to me. Best night one kiss. Oh, I feel like it's so far removed from night one. I mean, I, I, I look at it, I, I would say maybe, uh, I guess it probably was Teddy. Yeah. Teddy. Cause I think she, again, she stood out to me night one. So if I look back at it, it's like, yeah, that was one that, um, she stood out all the way, you know, all the way, all the way around. One thing that you didn't pack that you wish you had. I don't know. I feel like I just showed up and that's what I need to show up. And I think uh, maybe some, some more of my favorite snacks. I feel like all throughout, I, there was points to at different locations. I went that I wish, I wish I'd have had my, my uh, crunchy Cheetos and didn't have those. <laughs> one thing that surprised you behind the scenes of night one. Well, I mean, again, what people saw is what they saw, but there was just like all the, again, you can only show so much in a two hour window. I just was so, so shocked by all of the connections that I had that were so strong that, you know, might've not made, you know, uh, made it on TV night one, but I think that's where people will see as time goes on. There's just so many connections that were being formed. You can only show what you can show in two hours. 
eliminated contestant that you wish you spent more time with? Also a very tough question to answer because, uh, you know, I knew I had to send home people night one. And unfortunately, maybe, you know, you look back at it and you're like, all of these women have given more time. Could they have potentially been someone that would have made it farther? Uh, yeah, possibly. So I don't know. I, I, I wish I could have had more time, I guess, with all the women I spent, you know, that I sent home night one, because it's hard to send home people when after you know 20 minutes or less of talk, maybe five minutes of talking to them. So I guess you always wish you had more time, but you got to work with what you got. You're a nice guy, Clayton. Um, what can you tease to me about the second episode? You're on your first dates. How does your first group date go? Your first one-on-one? Give me the tease. Well, you're going to see my first ever uh, group date because when would you ever go on a date with multiple women at one time? So uh, yeah, people will see that. I think again, as this all progresses, everyone has to understand this is coming from somebody who I know I had no idea what I was walking into. I was very ignorant in that, in that respect. So every time like it cuts to me and people will see, it's like, what's going on in his head. It's just like, me trying to figure out what is happening right now. Like how am I on a date right now with 13 women? I don't know what, how, like, how do I approach this? Right. So like, that's what people are going to see. Maybe a lot lot of looks of being clueless, Uh, but I start to figure it out as time goes on, thankfully. And last question, we see Shanae a little bit getting into the drama and the promo. Can you tease to me anything about her role or the drama that's going to start to play out as going forward? I mean, I guess they tease things for a reason, right? So, uh, Listen, Shanae is very vibrant and Shanae is fun and she's not someone who holds back. So um, everyone's got to see why, why they're teasing her that way. But uh, yeah, she's, she's a fun one. All right. Thank you, Clayton. This was fun. Hope to talk to you again soon and great job. I thought it was a great episode. Thank you so much. Sarah. I look forward to talking to you again. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about this podcast, and come back every week for more Bachelor breakdowns. Bye.